0: Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station.
1: Hope everyone's having a great day. We're off in an hour, so a little early off for us today. Today and Friday, we have White Sox baseball. They actually play the Dodgers in their shared ballpark today out at lovely Camelback Ranch. And Otani will make his Dodger debut. You'll hear it right here with Connor, with Len, with DJ, and your home for the White Sox. We're also your home for the Bears. And be- and uh, Waddle and Sylvie are going to have an interview with Ryan Poles later today. We played a lot of the sound from Poles when he met the media, uh, the big group in Indy earlier this morning. Matt Eberfuss did as well. Courtney Cronin just joined us. There's some good stuff in there about what she thinks is going to happen here in the coming weeks with Jalen Johnson. Uh, with the quarterback, with Fields. We reacted to a lot of what Poll said, but he will join Waddle and Sylvie later today. They'll be on after the Sox game, then Black and Abdallah tonight until 8. Hopefully you're watching us on YouTube. Watch the show every day. Click and subscribe on the station's YouTube page. You can also listen on the ESPN Chicago app and over the air on AM 1000 and FM 100.3 HD2. So Adam was just talking about that Seth Walder piece on ESPN.com. This doesn't seem like... Something he treads into very often. He's a stats and analytics guy, but he went about the business of yeah. trying to prognosticate where the quarterbacks are all going to land yep. when this is said and done. Yeah. Let's call this the lunch
2: rush because uh, uh, you know. All right, we'll, we'll do this I'll here. Good part of the lunch rush. I got a couple rush. other things that go into this. All right, um, I like it. So we'll call it the lunch rush. Let's do it. Lunch rush. That's
1: where we spread it all I'm over. Ready. We're just we're lunch so rushing it's gonna around. Be, it's
2: going to be football related here. Uh, so two quick things before Tell me we you have get one into one story
1: that's non-football related. It is not. I have no. Well,
2: uh, the Cubs and White Sox made a trade. No one cares. <laughs> um, because they needed to clear a roster spot for Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger will meet the media tomorrow, not today. We'll talk to Jesse tomorrow. All that good stuff. Uh, so the first thing from Sean Payton. Sean Payton mm. met the media today, as all the coaches are. Very nice. Uh, do sidebar. I guess that's sidebar. A, that's a uh, uh, Cap and J Hood thing. We call it a salad yeah. bar during the yeah, last salad, 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 salad bar. Salad bar. Salad bar. Salad bar. Coaches don't wear their stuff during the uh, the combine because Matt Eberflus was wearing a nice hoodie and jacket, jacket hoodie combo and Sean Payton was wearing a PSG hoodie, a Paris Saint-Germain. Maybe he's trying to get Mbappe to play wide receiver. <laughs> um, but he was wearing like this big PSG hoodie
1: with this huge really? PSG logo on the front of it. Are you it. sure it was Paris Saint Germain yeah, was, was the Golf Club Equipment Company? No, 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 P-X-G. They were it, it was oh, like that's a, PXG. Yeah,
2: that's yeah. PXG. Gotcha. All right. so, so he's he a big Paris wa- Saint Germain He said they want to have a decision on Russell Wilson in the next two weeks. I saw that. He's going to meet with ownership next week after the combine and go through all this stuff. He also said that someone sent him a meme of the, some guy in a jersey with all the quarterback names crossed out and says he hopes that the next one doesn't get crossed out. So that probably means Russell Wilson's gone. Right? Russell Wilson's gone. We all could assume Russell Wilson's gone. I would think so,
1: considering the way they handled late in the season. I would think Russell's going to be somewhere else. Yes. I guess you never know, but that'd be my guess. Yeah.
2: Also, the GMs and stuff we're talking today. So, uh, the Giants GM said that they were throwing a curveball by the salary cap. That they were projecting $15 million less. And now, the franchise tag for Saquon Barkley is back on the table. Hmm. They said they weren't going to use it when they were working with the number that they thought they were going to. Right, but
1: his number is $12 million? Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't blow you out of the water. If 12, 12.3, that yeah. doesn't blow you out of the water. I get it for a running back. still doesn't blow you out of the water. I guess you're right. Other numbers for other running backs were a little bit bigger because they're going to be on a second tag that put it a little bit higher for some reason. Could the increase also affect what Minnesota does with Justin Jefferson, or does that have really no bearing? I think their philosophy of only giving them one year guaranteed money is their philosophy of giving them one guaranteed money. The guy who one covers, year guaranteed, that's it. The guy who covers them I'm blanking on his name for the St. Paul Pioneer Press had a little nugget in his column over the weekend talking about it was kind of like a, a Peter King thing like the winds are blowing in the direction sure. of the like the Vikings might seriously start ramping up trade conversations.
2: And Shane Norling mentioned today on Cap and J Hood that there was a report out there with the Patriots.
1: Oh, wow. And they,
2: trading, and then the Vikings would go, they would trade the third oh, pick. wow. And, and the Vikings would get Jaden Daniels. They get their quarterback.
1: Get they could yes. get so bad at Cousins. I'll just tell you this like, look, the way the Tyreek Hill thing has worked out, like that's kind of unique because Tyreek has brought tremendous value, obviously, to the Dolphins because he's great. But the Chiefs have Mahomes. Not yes. everybody has Mahomes, one team has Mahomes. They got Mahomes, you know, and they like, were able to sign some other pieces. I, I just think it'd be, like, to me, it all, and I get it. Like, you can find good receivers these days. These kids come out. They're ready. They're awesome. They're, yep. they're super athletes. Since coming into the league four years ago, and he missed some games this year, but Justin Jefferson, York, minimum 40 games played, okay? So it's about 60% of the games in the last yes. four years. Yes. Justin Jefferson is number one in yards per game. He's number one in yards per target and he's number three in yards per route run i mean like he's as legit as there he, and he's he, like 25 he's I, an e light receiver elite wow. wow. it seems crazy yeah. that you would trade him but it, maybe it is gonna well, happen you never know you never know wow all right All right, so let's
2: get into this Seth Walder piece from ESPN, ESPN Analytics. Seth Walder. I'm only going to mention the teams that are getting new quarterbacks.
3: Teams with new quarterbacks.
2: Teams that are getting new quarterbacks. I don't need to go through all 32 teams. No. Teams with new quarterbacks. We'll start with the Bears, Caleb Williams. Okay. He predicts that the that, Bears will and, go with Caleb Williams, and they'll and trade Justin Fields. And in
1: turn, he's got Fields going somewhere. He does. I'll that's get to a, that a little that's bit a, later a, on. That's okay. a, you know, obviously a lack of imagination, looks fairly <laughs> obvious, so we're going to go with the thing that looks <laughs> like, like it's 90% sure.
2: We're based on basically yeah. every single person's reporting except for Peter King. So Peter seems to be the only one. Yeah, every,
1: every single reporter, <laughs> like
2: every single reporter except okay. for Peter except King. For that's for the fine. best one. Yeah, who, who you didn't like like three years ago. Now, um, for a specific reason. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Falcons, a destination for Justin Fields, not here. They get Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Cousins. Kirk Cousins signs with the Atlanta Falcons. Cousins.
1: Yeah, I can see it. That makes Atlanta a lot better. It does. And Atlanta's got, got a lot of good weapons. Um, it makes them a lot better. It doesn't make their defensive front any better. No, that's true. Those two true. guys they had in the middle playing against the Chicago Bears were the, first, the worst D2 defensive linemen I've seen in the league in a long time. The Falcons have some wiggle room in terms of available cap space. So sure. it would take up a big chunk, but okay. Can the see Vi- it.
2: So now the Vikings need a quarterback. They would go with a combination, Russell Wilson, also drafting Bo Nix.
1: Ah, I like where he's thinking. I mean, he's got a few deeper things going on. Who's here.
4: got that? Atlanta. Atlanta. right. The that's Vikings. It. The Vikings oh, would then get Russell Wilson. The Vikings end yeah. up
1: with Russ and then draft and drafting Bo Nix. Yes. Uh,
2: yeah. I like it. So they eat them, or they don't have to pay any of the money. They would probably no. pay Russell Wilson some form of minimum contract because he's going to get a
1: billion dollars from right. the Broncos. And they and can then... still draft a developmental project behind Russ. Yeah. It's not a bad thought. Absolutely. What, uh, what are they giving up for Russell Wilson? It doesn't, it, well, he doesn't get into
2: money or trades and, and that and kind also, of stuff. Some people right. think, think
1: they, what if they just release him? What if the Broncos end up just releasing him? You don't think so, York? Okay.
2: All right. Uh, your next team here, the Broncos, would then need a new quarterback, so they would draft J.J. McCarthy mm, at would be The Broncos' next quarterback. I right. could see it. I-,
1: I could agree with that. I could see it. I could see that. All right. He's got the-, the arm strength to play in Denver, you know, in the yeah. cold and in the wind. and yeah, He doesn't have right. to throw very much. Yeah. <laughs> like he hasn't in the past. I wish he would throw it more because I- I'd love to see him. I- the kid's got an arm on him, that's for sure. he got two of them, actually. Yeah. Hey. The Raiders,
2: uh, after moving on from Jimmy Garoppolo, who is going to be suspended for two games, they're going to release him as well. It is believed that they're going to release him. They draft Michael Penix Jr.
1: All right. Michael Penix Jr. keep just spinning that wheel out Mm in the Raiders, Las Vegas. Michael Penix Jr. No, no, love. He he doesn't tell you when they're going to do it, first or second round, right? No, no, he doesn't. It's probably that's got to be a second. round. That's got to be. I would be a little surprised if that ends up being a first round.
2: Uh, He back to the top of the draft. He has the Commanders doing the obvious thing, taking Drake May. He has the Patriots selecting Jaden Daniels. Uh, those two very obvious. And the final team with a new quarterback, the Pittsburgh Steelers, will be the new home of Justin, Justin Fields. Justin Fields, which for yes. a little
1: while there it was the favorite too. Yeah. Where's Jimmy G land? He does not have, he doesn't Jimmy, have Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. We do a quick he control did a, F he here did a half a job Well, Jimmy G's a free agent who's go- – well, I mean, I shouldn't say not that. Not a free agent. Jimmy yet. G, he could be. He's yeah. probably going to get released. He is going to have to serve a suspension. We knew he was up to something. He's too handsome to not be taking something. The looking man. Yeah, you know. He's, yeah. Uh, he's, he's all gooped up on Gop, as your coach said. That's why you he's can't so, be gooped why, up on Gop. It's a so problem. Good looking, you know? Does he have him going anywhere, at him or no? He no just, he's he like, eh, Jimmy G's mm-hmm. no. uh, okay. yesterday's news. Yesterday's news, back up somewhere. A- anything else in the lunch rush that we should be aware
2: of? That is oh, it. Oh, to be NFL, something. It's, something, something NFL, it's NFL related. How about some pickled beets or something? Pickled beets. Some, some, uh, John Rahm is saying tigre's tigre's ignoring his text about live.
1: Tiger's ignoring his text about yeah, okay. joining Liv. Tiger's ignoring his text about joining Liv. I'm right. just scrolling through ESPN. Oh, he's com, trying to you know. get Tiger to join Liv. <laughs> Is he? Tiger does want to go. And that's what that headline sounded like. Yeah, Tiger, I think, has been pretty adamant that he he's not going to go join Liv, right? Rory's starting to flirt uh-huh. with him a little uh-huh. bit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's a little flirtation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Flirt, 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 flirty. Flirty. Flirty flirty, yeah. flirty, 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 going that's on. Happening. I it's happening. It's happening. Interesting. I see Very you. interesting. How, how before? How, how long before Giggity, 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 Scotty Scheffler ends up over there? <laughs> giggity, giggity, Huh? Giggity. I
0: don't I know. Mean, does Sheffler, he not look like
1: the human of him? He, he does, does a little bit. Does he not? Bit. He does a little bit. What's I that guy's think, name? I don't think personality-wise they could be more yeah. polar opposite. But, right. But what's uh, his name? Uh, from Family Guy. Yeah, from uh, Family quagmire. Guy. Quagmire? Quagmire, quagmire. quagmire. yeah. yeah. he got a little quagmire in him. I think he does. A little Scottie, bit. Scotty Schwe- Scheffler and Quagmire. I'm going to put the two next to giggity, each
0: other. Giggity,
2: goo. I did have one more NFL note. What uh, I got? sent it to you, Carmen, earlier today. Daniel Jeremiah put out his top yes. 50 yeah. NFL draft prospects, and this uh, relates to the Bears. This is how Daniel Jeremiah, he's been doing this for yep. decades, rates, the uh, the prospects in the NFL draft. He's got Caleb Williams number one, Marvin Harrison number two, and Roma Dunze number three. Love Malik Duneze. Neighbors number four. Yeah. Meaning that the Bears could walk away
1: with two of the top four. Yes, that's what I said to York before.
2: Prospects in the NFL or in the if, NFL draft. If
1: it falls their way and they don't make any moves in terms of their draft capital, and they're drafting one and nine, they could walk away with two of his top four. That's I, t- I said that to York before. That's right. And I love Dunzey. You guys know that. By the way, you want to know my new man crush? Who? In uh, basketball I've been talking about. You guys are going to get sick of it the way I talk about Justin Herbert. I was watching him again last night. I'm the one, I know, uh, watching Kings and Heat. I am in love with Jaime Hawkins. I love him. I love him. Jaime Hawkins. Could I, could I cheer for the Heat Or and now because the Bulls won't be going anywhere, Chris? Or could, can we be, remember we said last week, we're like, man, yeah, sign I me up for the Heat. Bolstra, sure. Jimmy, Jaime Haquez, Bam, Tyler the, Hero. They're so, still a rival.
3: The Heat I, are a rival. Saying, they're yeah. kind of a rival, the Bulls, right? I don't the,
1: think I can do it. Yeah, if the Bulls ever choose
3: it. to participate, right. they're a
1: rival. Yeah, I can't do it, Chris. You're right, no. but I'm in love with Jaime got I, I, He is so freaking good. They won last night out there without Tyler Hero, without Jimmy. They got like half their team is suspended. The other half's hurt. I saw the Heat play once live this year when I was in Orlando. I was so impressed with uh, watching Tyler Hero play live for the first time too. I'm like, God, he's good. But I, I am man crushing on Jaime Jaquez. That he. What we'll well, the I mean, he's really a good-looking guy Dude, at UCLA. That kid can flat out play. Did you see him at UCLA? I watched him in college a little, but well, I I'm I looking watched at more at those NBA, pictures. So. I mean, he looks kind of rugged and ragged now. I watched the Heat play a fair amount. You just teams in the East, I think, you know, we tend to watch a little bit more. And I've talked about him a lot this year. They they held on. They beat Sacktown last night out there shorthanded. And they're going to he's a rookie. They're going to Jame Hawkes late in the game.
3: Schedule he's, loss, though, for the Kings. Pro,
1: that's probably true, Chris. Yeah,
3: because yeah, they beat winning, the Clippers on Sunday, back-to-back, second night.
1: It's a fair point. And Miami was up like 15 in yeah. the, you know, and they held on to win. You you it, could tell, you could tell early because the heat ran out
3: yes. immediately. They had a big lead early in the first quarter. Second quarter, they they were up big.
1: I think you're 100 percent right. That is definitely a little schedule related, but I'm just telling you. Hawkins is smooth. Like, the kid can flat out play. Miami's done it again. They find a Where, where was he drafted? 11th? 12, 12, no, he had to be outside the lottery, right? I mean, where was he drafted? And they just do it. Like, here's a kid we can mold and we can coach up. I'm telling you, watch him in the coming years. That kid is going to be a player. He was what, drafted. What number was he? First round, 18th overall 18th, was pick it. in 2023. It had, by the Miami had to be outside the lottery. 18th overall. High school, Camarillo.
5: can't find anybody
1: at 7. They're finding kids at 18. I mean, He's he born can play. In Irvine, California. Oh, man, Irvine. All right, that's a good lunch rush. We'll California. come back and take some of your
4: phone calls at 312-332-3776. Jaime Hockett. <laughs> it's
1: Carmen in New York. He looks like an old musketeer or something, doesn't yeah, he? D'Artagnan. Wait, he looks like D'Artagnan. He looks like D'Artagnan. Yeah, looks like the Bucks logo. <laughs> he kind of does. He looks like an old musketeer, like he's right out of a Dumas novel. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom Zoom, 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 Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. I'm do it, this guy. <laughs> I swear to God. But defending Sylvia all the time. Not your role anymore. <laughs> you're driving me crazy doing, with partner. this crap. What? It's non-stop, <laughs> left and right. I can't even catch a breath around here
4: sometimes.
1: <laughs> Carmen, <laughs> non-stop. You got text. the best Follow job, the dude. We're, 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 I understand what I, I get to do. here from twelve to three. I sent it. So in the in the break, I sent it. <laughs> I sent the text to Waddle and Sylvie and Yurko right. because got we're got not of going of of to see them today because we're leaving early at 2 for White Sox. They're going to come on after. Sox and Dodgers coming up at 2. Uh, Otani's debut today. You'll hear it right here in your home for the White Sox with Len and DJ and Connor. But then they're doing the show after. They've yes. got Ryan Poles Tomorrow... Is our last chance? I figured to do an unhinged because they're leaving for India after the show tomorrow. They are leaving for India, and they're not going to be able to do it Thursday or Friday. The mornings, I think, they're going to be doing interviews. And right, like They'll you know, glad handing, yeah. you know, so, slapping so, people on the back. In the break, I sent a text to Yurko and our, our our text chain between me and Yurko and Waddle and Sylvie, and I said, "Hey, you guys want to pump out a unhinged tomorrow before you leave?" and you're going, I think, without really, like, looking. Now I looked at it and saw Sylvie's name was the first one. And he goes, I didn't open it. <laughs> he, go, he goes, tell Sylvie to blow it on his ass. I, and I said, why? What happened? And he goes, and I and, and I said, they want to do it on Hinge. They I, want said, to do it I said, I sent that text. And I was like, whoops. <laughs> then I opened it and saw who the, the, the text had come from. <laughs> And then Waddle gave us a, a response also. I, I think I can make that happen is from yeah. Tommy. <laughs> well, we, I don't want to miss it this week. because You know why the other reason I really want to do it this week? I have, so, I have a topic. I, I can't do it here. It just it would, It's not appropriate. I mean, I guess we could kind of. If I, But I, I think it, I have an issue with uh, one of the facilities here. Uh, you I mean, have an issue with one of the, uh, yeah. the one of the bathrooms. Yeah, I got it. I want to uh, unload this on you guys. You got uh, a problem in, in, on with it. one of the bathrooms? He's there. Are I you know, talking I mean, about I
3: mean. the the trimmings on the counter down here? No, no not even that. Oh, not okay, even that. But that's, that's a
1: problem too, Chris. That happens almost and every day. This is kind of tied into it. That's a problem. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I I've got a topic for unhinged wow. and I'm like I'm innocent and I was thinking no, about innocent. it today I know you are well I know cropped. you are I'm well I, and that's part
3: of you're not I, trimming in the uh, well, like, What's going bathroom
1: on? my trimming happens at home guys so I, I was thinking today I'm a gentleman as it was annoying me again I'm like you know what I got to talk to Yerk and Waddle and Sylvie about this on an unhinged so I that's why I don't want the week to pass without us doing a fresh right. one I'll so make sure I bring hopefully it up. we do it tomorrow yeah. Before the guys leave for Indy. That's hey, why yeah, I said that. i like he use
4: down. a straight razor down there. You <laughs> That's know? what
1: Cap says he uses. I was surprised. Well, you know, just take care of that best deference again, you know. <laughs> Nothing
3: wrong with that. Never going to have a baby here.
1: Not me. Come on, man. What? You okay? What are you... What are you grabbing your junk you for? Talk about a straight razor to your vast deference. Well, I'm just saying, if you need it. You know. So what,
3: what do you, What's the situation? Dude, something upstairs, yes, downstairs? A, what yeah, what happened upstairs?
1: Upstairs and downstairs. Upstairs in our bathroom. Downstairs on a man. Like I, I don't understand. and do people I, I, just people naturally are missing the target? Lo- do people naturally oh, that, lose hair? That I sort of like assume. I mean, that's a men's room. Like you know, yeah. it is. It's gross. Like your you guys are, are pissing all over the the. Well, the geez. Uh, well, I mean, we that you might no, as well I just mean, tell us what wow. you're going to say now. Now
2: you have to don't save content.
1: But like the, the 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 amount of I, again I you I, can I, say I, it hair hair hair. Um, I guess you could say she it. It's got about a hair from the amount of pubic hair. Is that? I could say that. That's, the say that's a medical term. A medical ter- I don't understand. I mean, we we like, understood what, what you were going for. We not, didn't think like, it was head hair. Who? Is, who among us? And I know it's not any of us. I mean, did I got among us? Are, first of all, why I are mean, you is not? do you
2: not know. It's, is it blonde? Are, is somebody no, how you dragging a? Hey,
1: is somebody dragging a pomeranian through there? That's What's like, going on? Are you standing at the urinal like plucking your hairs? Like what is happening? Who I brings this?
2: I have noticed this. There hey, are a lot dude, of It
1: was terrible. There's today. a lot
2: of those. It's like well, someone's
1: shedding. So so is
3: it like uh, you guys know when you get a haircut, and then if you don't take a shower Uh-oh, after the haircut, okay. yeah, and then think you, think you rub harsh. your uh, yeah. hand through your head and then have, all the yeah. loose yep. hairs someone, go okay, flying. Okay. Is someone is someone well, shaving somewhere else I and then not it's either that knocking off what was trimmed? Is it is
2: it's warmer out Is someone losing their winter coat? We're to- <laughs> These were lo- is, like, that's
1: what I'm wondering, like, is, is somebody upstairs shedding? I mean, like, and why are they all long? And like, they I, I, it was awful today. And I'm like, this is unacceptable. Is, is someone bringing their shih tzu to work? I don't know. I get it. A men's room is kind of a gross place, right? Like Polly Walnut says. Uh, into Sopranos. Remember, yeah. he's talking about how gross men's rooms are. He yeah. says, women's toilet. He goes, you, what does he say? He goes, you could eat, what does he say? He's got a great line. He goes, women's bathroom, you could eat creme brulee off the toilets or something like that. You know, it's like yeah. a, a men's room is disgusting.
2: So when he's changing his shoelaces.
1: Yes, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Adam, a men's room is disgusting. I get it. But like, there's got to be, I, I almost feel like, and if you're going to do it, if you look down and you notice it, like, oh, I just dropped some pubes on the urinal. I'll go grab sure. a, a toilet, a, a paper towel, and yeah, clean it up. Toilet paper. <laughs> I mean, I get that you're going to see some splatter. Like that's inevitable. My guy, uh, it, but it's disgusting. My guy from local one here says, "Come on, man. I'm eating my I know, people that's are having their I don't lunch. That's why they want to do it here because, well, like, this is lunch and you know." I will say this. I, I want to investigate this further on an unhinged. It's I, it's guy, interesting up upstairs,
3: Chiminelli. Upstairs, it's all people who work in the building. Where sometimes downstairs, this, this bathroom on the first floor, we share the bathroom with Wendy Say Live. And sometimes they have a we live do. studio audience. True. Yes, they which do. Which means there are people who don't work here that use that bathroom. That is so a sometimes public facility sometimes. The bathroom on the first floor is a little dicey. And, sometimes And a changing room. Yeah, yes, yeah. Sometimes yes. people use it as a wow. changing room too, wow. and you're like, "Excuse me, let me."
1: One of our security guards uses yeah. it as a changing room every day. Yes, at three, about
3: three o'clock. Yes, and a bar- personal
1: barber shop and a barber yeah. shop apparently. A lot of yeah, clippings. Like, a lot I mean, of clippings. I just, I, we will explore this further on and unhinged. Hopefully tomorrow. But well, it, like, did you
3: go get a sample?
1: Did you get no? a?
3: I a forensic you DNA Dude, you sample on the on the clipping. How about upstairs? DNA test, card? Why don't you go up there no. and put it in your pocket or not, something?
1: And and not only like when I turned the corner to go into the bathroom, like monk, there are two urinals. All right, and then we have like two stalls upstairs in our bathroom. Two urinals. Two urinals. Two stalls. Two stalls. So I what the fr- I turn the corner. Usually just go to the first one on the left there. Yeah, that one had. It's got a nice backsplash. Pubes all over, it. and then I went to the next one, and that one did too. And I'm like, "What is happening? What's going on?" Is what so- I've never understood
2: here is why do we have a sh- a shorter urinal?
1: Because handicap, I think, isn't one of those part of the handicap, right? Or that? I've
2: been I've been in bathrooms that don't have shorter urinals. I thought it had something
1: to do with the. You mean the lower u- urinal? Yeah, yeah, the oh, lower yeah. one for so like little, kids. Little urinal doesn't f- get wet, or for the kids. <laughs> yeah, it is easier when you have it is. It's nice when you go into a public restroom when there is a smaller one for the when you're like when if you have a son when he's young, when he's little because they yeah, can't read we're them. an
2: office building now
1: well yeah but the kids come every once in a while you know. when was the last time there was a child in here I guess it's uh yeah the last time the geo unplugged all the
3: computers <laughs> down here
1: that was great I had him in for one of the shows uh between Christmas and New Year's hold yeah, yeah, exactly. all the plugs it was nope. awesome Nothing ah. happened for, like, what is it, Y2K? And then Geo came here, and that, that's what was He's supposed He's crawling around happen. under
3: yeah. the we're desk, under and he underneath. just pulls out the plug, and there yeah. goes all the we still computers. still on the air. <laughs> Guys, Everything
2: just shuts air? down. Everything just went off. Guys, are we still on the air? Even though in on Radio 101, they say I keep know.
1: broadcasting <laughs> as if you're still on the air. Broadcast no matter what. All right, this will be addressed further <laughs> in an unhinged. I didn't really want to bring it up here because it is lunch time, and I, I get it. And, well, you've already
3: ruined lunch I'm, for a handful sorry. of so You're about saying we're working with animals here upstairs. Animals, I. But Something's
1: going I, I, on. I, I want to delve deeper into, like, what exactly retailers. is happening at, at said urinal? Like, it, it's not what should be happening. Carm, Ugh. James is in New Lenox. Hello, James. Hi, James.
4: Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, man. How doing, you doing? great. <laughs> yeah, this is tough to follow. I mean, yeah. I know, man. That's, that's great. <laughs> I know. Um, question for you, and you know everybody seems pretty dug in one way, or one way or another with this whole fields or trade the pick or draft somebody or whatever. Um, you know, the person I've seen that both sides or heard both sides of it the most from seems like it's Um, Me personally, I'm not a huge Justin Fields fan. I think he's probably somewhere between like 15 and 23 or 25 best quarterbacks in the league. Like he's a starter, but I don't think he's going to be a top like five to seven guy ever um so to me that's kind of like mm-hmm. replacement level i guess so if uh poles thinks williams daniels or may if one of those guys is the end-all be-all I'm, I'm fine with him taking them but me personally i'm also cool with them uh picking up fields fifth year and then it's combined what like 27 million or whatever yes. it is for the two years because yeah. when you drafted him you did so you know, getting rid of Mitch, knowing that you were going to have a five-year window, but really now everybody wants to make it a three. So when we're talking about Williams or Mayor Daniels who, or whoever it may be, people are saying, oh, you're restarting the window. It's a five-year window, rookie contract. Well, it's really still a three-year window, because if you're only giving Fields a three-year window, you're only going to give these guys a three-year Probably, window. Yeah. Especially if they're just a replacement level of what Fields is, which is what we're all hoping their floor is. So, I mean, if what the estimated, you know, get back from trades is accurate from like what Courtney and stuff was speculating. You know, if you if if Washington really wants to come up and get Williams or Mayor whoever, and you'll swap picks and you'll get their one next year and like a two next year, I do that. But I only do that if I'm also thinking I could leverage the two to New England and have them say, hey, someone's coming up to get Williams or not Williams, but Mayor Daniels. If you want one of them guys, you're going to have to come up. Now, maybe they only give you the swap and the one next year, but then you're going into the next year with three ones. And the whole reason a lot of people like the trade that they did last year is because it gave you two ones to where if you definitely needed somebody like Williams, you felt like you had the ammunition to move up. Uh, yeah. So you are kick, you are kicking the can down the road. but well, let, me, let, me, you're, let me stop, you're James. Right, ammunition. Geez,
1: let's, let, let, like, it's a lot there. Yeah. I, 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 I still am, I'm kind of with Yurko here that to think that I, I don't know that. Multiple teams in this league are gonna be so willing to just keep giving the Bears first round. Now draft it's picks. time. The Bears got two. Now it's time. I just I think it's very far fetched. The Bears have five now five. Now it's time. Let's go give the Bears some more stuff. It's I don't know where like this way. is all coming from. Like how the uh, and I guess this well, is I think it's kind like, of a unique position. It's, it's, and maybe that's why 20 twenty twenty different scenarios that could happen all kind of melded into people's one. People's imaginations I think are running wild. Like, yeah, everybody yes. just, keep the, every team, just keep giving the Bears, every team, let's just keep giving the Bears, and then move back to and the and Falcons. Move, yeah. And the Falcons will give them a and couple yeah. of first round picks. Like, and we got a pick that's only supposed to happen <laughs> once every 20 years, but seems to happen every year. Yeah, I, I, I just think there's like this pie in the sky scenario that, or, or scenarios that all of a sudden Bears fans are all wrapped up in. Like, oh, yeah, everybody will just give the Bears multiple first round picks. Of course. I, I don't think the league really works that way. Uh, and this idea that they could just keep trading back and trading back and accrue—I mean, who knows? Maybe Ryan Poles will make some Jedi magic here, and yeah, could you can call us up in two weeks and be like, "You guys are idiots. Yep. We told you so." But I, I just don't see those scenarios. Playing I hope out. that happens. I hope people do call us and say we're idiots because it happened. And The Bears have because four first-round picks next the year. Bears I mean, <laughs> pulled something off of epic proportions. I just though. don't see it. I don't. And as far as like, well, if. The next guy doesn't work out, you're going to be in the same position in three years? Maybe. I mean, that's that's about, you know, it, like if you if you get three years of data and you're not sure your guy's the guy you thought you might be moving on, you're also not going to probably be in the same position the Bears are And This is weird. They had seven wins. They're picking ninth. If they didn't have Carolina's pick from a year ago, and, and other teams might be leery of that if nothing else going into this offseason after the way the Bears struck gold the Bears wouldn't be picking a quarterback. They would be trying to tweak things and write it out with Justin. And, like, so I don't know, to assume that, well, three years from now, you'll be picking one again, and they'll be starting over, and they'll be resetting the quarterback clock, maybe. But I don't know. I, I think everybody's imagination is really running wild here, that, like, the Bears suddenly are just, you know, multiple teams are going to be so willing to say, take our pick next year. Take, take this year's pick, a second rounder, and next year's first. And I, I don't know. I I don't know that any of that's really going to materialize the way people think. I, we'll see. All right. Memorial phone calls coming up. We'll be right
0: back. You're listening, You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago.
1: All right, let's grab some calls. And we're out of here in about 25. White Sox and Dodgers, you'll hear Otani's debut. Waddle and Sylvie will be on after. They will have a conversation with Ryan Poles, who met the media in Mass earlier today in Indy. We played a bunch of that sound and talked to Courtney Cronin an hour ago. Black and Abdallah will be on after Waddle and Sylvie until 8 tonight. Taking more of your Bears calls. Eddie's on the north side. What's up, Eddie?
0: Hey, boys, how's it going? So the reality of things since two thousand five, twenty three first round first pick quarterbacks. Not one has won a Super Bowl for its team. And the one that won the Super Bowl was Stafford, that had to go to uh, a team. boosted up team to win one. And the the one before that was Eli Manning. And to this day, people say Eli Manning wasn't even that good of a quarterback. He shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Da 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 da. So. Watch out. If you think this guy's a thing, I'm going to predict it right now. He will well, never easy, win a Super Bowl for the that, Chicago that's, Bears. That's
1: the easy thing to predict, Eddie. Yeah, of course. And by,
0: I, I know, but it's I just mean, out there. The next thing is, is why is Iber Blue so happy and joyful? Because he should have been fired. He <laughs> got a new contract from his boy there. And Harbaugh should be the new coach of the Chicago Bears this year. Did he get a new that's contract? That's why he's so happy and trimmy. You know,
1: well, no, I think there's something to that. Eddie thinks he didn't get a new contract. No, I didn't get a new contract. No, not not that we know of. Eli Manning, of course, he's a Hall of Famer. Hester's a Hall of Famer. Everyone's a Hall of Famer now. Stop it. Uh, That's the easy thing to predict, of course. That doesn't mean you don't draft a quarterback if you feel he's worthy. Remember when the I mean, look, the Bears traded the Moon to go up one spot to get Mitch. Yeah, they did. They, they didn't give they, up next year's first rounder. They you know, were the year after. Yeah, but they were fleeced. Well, they were, but I'm saying even Ryan Payton is smart enough not to give up. The, right. That's why I just I don't know where all this is coming from that, oh, yeah, the Bears can just keep trading back, and they'll get every team's first round pick. It's not uh, going to happen. Next year. We've already like, talked about what the point differential is between 1 and 2 and 2 and 3. I'm like, sorry. If Atlanta comes up from 8 to 1, yes, the Bears will yes. get a first rounder next year. Yes, but like I concur. Everybody, oh, just trade with Washington and get there. And, guess for, and then trade again and get there. And, and then get if Denver comes, first round. If Denver comes from 12 to 1. You'd get next year's first you'll, round. You'll get that and more. You'll and more. get more than going from 8 to 1. See how that works? But when the Bears traded up one spot from 3 to 2, they didn't trade their 2018 first round pick. You would have been crazy to. Yep. I mean, even Ryan Pace didn't do that. Yeah. I, And he didn't know what the hell he was doing. I guess you could argue, well, Carm, the difference is, come on, that quarterback class wasn't as touted as this one, even though it produced Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, who's been pretty good before the problems. Uh, I mean, I guess that's the argument. They're like, well, they're not the same. It's apples and oranges because this quarterback class is much more highly touted. But as dumb as that trade was, like Ryan Pace still wasn't dumb enough to trade next year's first-round pick. I don't know where we've got it in our heads that, like, they could just keep trading back, and everybody will give them a first rounder next year. I I'd love to be wrong on that. <laughs> if a week from now, two weeks from now, Ryan Poles has four first round picks next year, awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, I, I'd I don't love know how be it's going to happen, but man, I don't know how it's going to happen, but uh, that'd be great. John's in Barrington. What's up, John?
6: Good afternoon, guys. Uh, two things uh, two points I'd like to make number one uh, one of the hashtag crew guys about a week and a half ago had what I can what I thought is the most unique and original stat that I've heard in the whole pre-draft discussion and that he called it a belichick statistic on quarterbacks that uh, was the accumulation of sacks uh, interceptions and fumbles and Williams was the highest one in for the past season, on that, Bo Nix was far and away the best. And I think polls, by you know, I, looking back at the, I, I look back at a few years, and the guy that's been picked the first is maybe forty or fifty percent the best quarterback that year. They get it wrong a fairly sizable, you know, of amount of the time. Because are you
1: because you're so, you're going off of. Two hundred and forty-nine other picks or whatever right. it is.
6: So if I'm poles, I want to not make a mistake there. And if I can make the overall team better by trading back, and no, you may not get a one, but if you get another two, you know maybe you can by the end of the draft have added four frontline players instead of two or three. Uh, and I think that is actually his safest. Because Yurko mentioned this a, a week or two ago, you know trading out a you know, uh, both fields and the number one. Yeah. And,
5: you know, if if we can still get a
6: high quality quarterback and a good edge rusher and a frontline offensive tackle, now you have set the team up for long-term success. Even if the quarterback isn't a hall of famer, but, you know, maybe is as good as McMahon was, you know, or something, you know, a McMahon or a Cutler, we've, you know, could still have a lot of success with that level of a quarterback.
1: All right, John, thanks. I mean, you better be real careful if you're trading the pick and Justin Fields. I mean, where are you getting your quarterback? You're go- if you're putting yeah, a lot of faith the in the Yeah. And uh, obviously when I say you're you're comparing one to 249 other picks, they're not all quarterbacks. But you know what I mean. I mean, you're you're taking an entire bigger pool of quarterbacks that would have been drafted subsequently and comparing it to one of one. It's 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 a lot harder. That that that's that's just kind of like, yeah, everybody gets that. Like the first picks can bust. Picks can always bust. That's true. The first pick busts often in the NFL. It's it's hard. it busts really often in MLB. Like it's hard these are hard things to to figure out. I mean, it, if it were easy everybody would get it right all the time and it wouldn't be a problem. It's not the case. We know that. And the math just sort of dictates that there's going to be a higher hit rate later because you're dealing with a bigger pool of player. Wills and Lansing. What's up, Will? Carmen, Yurko, how you guys doing over there? Good to hear from you both, man. Appreciate oh, the time. Sir. Sure you, Will. I'm good, but i got to be honest with you guys
2: here real quick on the quarterback situation. It's time for Fields to go. I think Ryan Poles should hopefully get it right here in the draft, but i got to give you guys a scenario to talk about here. Okay. Caleb Williams could be at one, but I do see a Jaden Daniels maybe being of interest to Ryan Poles at the Combine as well. So I'm going to hang up. Good to hear from you
1: guys. All right. Thank you, Will. Yeah, J- Jaden's flown up the board because of what he did this year. Yeah, but, uh, and um, yeah. listen, people are going to want Justin. They're not going to want Justin. They want to trade him. They want to trade down. Everybody's going to have their thoughts going into that. We'll see what Ryan Poles does. Like in Jaden Daniels, I'm totally win him over. We'll see. I don't Maybe. Know. I have he a might feeling be it'll to. be Caleb or Drake. But we'll. well see. Bo Nix, JJ McCarthy, Philly Sid on ESPN one thousand. They said.
7: Carmen and Yurko, quite possibly the most fan freaking fabulous show on the read. That's right. What's Thank going you? on, Philly? Hey, so real simple question for you guys. So let's let's just say they go and decide get Caleb. He's the guy. They pick him number one. They make him the franchise. You as Bear fans next year, what is your expectation for what they must do in order for it to be considered a successful season?
1: Uh, that's a Ten good question. And seven. Thanks, Philly. 10-7. Um, and yeah, seven. like they should be knocking on the playoff door. Yes. Yeah, I kind of agree. If you keep Justin Fields, I think this team goes 10-7. and seven. If you're going to replace Justin Fields, you better my, go 10 expe- and seven. my expectations don't change. Yeah, I would think 9 or 10 wins is, yeah. What you're your, telling me is the move that you're going to make is going to be less expensive for you over the next four or five years. But... He's going to be a better player than Justin Fields, and it's coming out of the gate. I would think 9 or 10 wins. Yes. You're probably right about that. It's Carmen and York We'll be right back.
0: Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. <laughs> Carmen and Yurko are back. No, no, no. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports. No.
1: White Sox-Dodgers coming up from Camelback. Oh, yeah. Otani's Dodgers debut. You'll hear it right here on your home for White Sox baseball. Waddle and Sylvia. after that, they'll have Ryan Poles on the show today on your home for the Bears, just like your home for the White Sox. Black and Abdallah tonight until 8. Watch us and all the shows and all the great shorts on our YouTube page. Click and subscribe to the ESPN Chicago YouTube page. Listen on demand on the ESPN Chicago app. Earlier today, uh, Albert Brewer was on with Cap'n Hoodie talking Bears, NFL, Combine, and he was talking about the process that has already been underway for the Bears, owning the top pick in April's draft.
7: I can tell you for a fact, like, this is not the beginning of the, like. I, I, some people are going to couch this, and Ryan might even, like, play it up this way at, at his pressure, I don't know, but, um, you know, like, a lot of people are going to, like, act like this is the beginning of the process with, with Caleb and the Bears, the Bears have done a crap load of work on him already. Correct. Um, now, they haven't had the chance to sit down with him in a formal setting. and Obviously, they'll have the chance to do that here. But if you're talking about the dad, the family, you know, the, the USC program, everything. They went out to L.A. Um, and interviewed Zach Robinson and Cliff Kingsbury and did some fact-finding while they were there. So um, the Bears are already really well into their process with Caleb Williams, which I think like reflects well on... On what they're doing and and how they're building and where they're going from here, and um, you know, I, I like put it this way: I don't think Ryan Poles, despite what he might say at the podium, I don't think he doesn't know what he what he's going to do right now. I think he's got a pretty firm idea uh, of where the team is going. Not that he's telling a lot of people, but like I think he probably has a pretty firm idea of of where he's going, just like he did when he came to the combine last
1: year. I think that's good stuff from Albert Breer, and but make no mistake. They've done a lot of work. That You want to know what people are like. Why'd they go to L.A. instead of Kingsbury coming here? Makes sense. You could do a lot of recon out there in the kids' backyard. And uh, they've been basically working toward this day since January 9th, January right. 10th, whenever the NFL season ended. Right. Because there are no playoffs for the Bears. Right. Even the week before when they were sugars right? Didn't in week 17, weren't they assured this year? Right, I uh, Yes, um, absolutely. Because yep. of the Panthers' loss, right? So since then, they've been eyeing this up. You're right, York. And it probably led polls to saying this earlier today when he met the media. Have you heard Caleb Williams wouldn't play in
5: Chicago? No, no, no concerns about that at all. I I would love to know why, if that was the case. Like I said, I think um, as a young quarterback, and I've been around it, the infrastructure is important. And I think we've made really good progress in terms of having really good infrastructure for whoever were to come in or if, if Justin were to stay here.
1: No concerns about that at all. And I do feel like that's quieted down a bit. You know, that rhetoric has sort of quieted down in the last month or so. And if the Bears do stay at one and draft Caleb Williams, I, I don't anticipate there being a, like a leash of signing. Him. Like, oh, no, yeah. I don't want to play for Chicago. Yet, right? he, yeah. Now, you might get a little complicated because he doesn't have an agent. That's, you always w- worry about that maybe a little bit. Paul- well, less complicated with the way it goes. You get slotted. That's it. Yeah, the only How many hang negotiations up. negotiations are there? The only hang up these days are the offset language. Yeah. That's he it. comes in and said no offset. That's it. Yeah, that's the only hang up that we ever see these days. You're right, because that first round is now slotted. This was polls earlier today when he first sort of stepped to the podium and started talking about the quarterback situation.
5: First pick, quarterback situation. Um, Contrary to reports out there, I have no master plan to present to everyone today. Um, This is an opportunity for us to continue to gather information, um, learn about the different players in the draft, um, listen to what opportunities could come up, um, and then at the end of the day, we're going to make the best decision uh, that we can for the Chicago Bears. Uh, It will not be based on fear of what could happen with this and what could happen with that. We're going to put our information together and make the best decision because at the end of the day, we'll always throw our decision-making against kind of our core kind of deal, which is win championships and sustain success for a long period of time. There's a lot that goes into that, uh, but we're excited to gather that information and and create clarity uh, as we go along.
1: And he also talked about the timeline of this if they do decide to draft a quarterback. You know, he mentioned... um, you know, motivated by you know, some, some motivation from the Bears to, to do what's right by Justin.
5: It just depends on what opportunities pop up. Um, I will say this. Um, I think you guys know me uh, well enough now. I do. If we go down that road, um, I want to do right by Justin as well. Uh, no one wants to live in gray. Um, I know that's uncomfortable. I wouldn't want to be in that situation either. So uh, we'll gather the information. We'll move um, as quickly as possible. We're not going to be in a rush. Um, and see what presents itself and what's best for the organization. I'm
1: going to play a couple more things just on Jalen Johnson, and more from Poles when he joins Waddle and Sylvie later. This is Poles talking about Jalen Johnson's contract situation.
5: Jalen Johnson. um, In the process of getting Jalen Johnson done, um, conversations are going well at this time. Uh, We feel like we've done a really good job kind of coming to the table strong, um, showing the respect um, that he's due just in terms of his production through his career and really an emphasis on the turnovers that he created this past year. Our expectation is that's going to continue to go um, as he's with the Bears. Um, when I say coming strong, it means cash flows are strong, guarantees are strong. Uh, the term is strong for him. Um, being hit with his age, uh, there's a really good opportunity for him to go back to the market again, um, continue to earn money and play well, and hopefully that's with the Bears for a long period of time. So I'm excited about that. Uh, like I've said about those deals all the time, it takes two to tango, and you got to find a, a place that everyone feels comfortable with. So uh, I feel really good about that situation. Good little negotiating there by uh, Ryan Poe. It sounds like too good to be true, that
1: deal. Jalen Johnson might say something else right now, but yeah. it sounds too good to be true. Turn is good. Cash yeah. flow is good. He can go back to free agency as a young the, man. And he says, we'll meet in the middle. <laughs> That's great. We'll meet in the middle. Let's Pulse. meet in the middle. Paul's pretty smooth when he addresses the media. i got to give it to him. And he also said that he really wants to, uh, if, if they can, he admitted to wanting to avoid the franchise tag. And I know uh, Waddle and Sylvie have a little bit more later on with Pulse. Thanks for calling today, and we'll be back tomorrow. Jesse will join us. Thank you to Courtney Cronin for joining us. Thanks to Black and Abdallah. The boys will be on tonight cross-talking around 6.15 with Waddle and Sylvie. They'll be on till 8. So White Sox-Dodgers coming up from Camelback Ranch. It is Shohei's debut in Dodger Blue, so... You can catch that right here, and then Waddle and Sylvie will be on afterwards. See you tomorrow for a full ride. Have a great day, everybody. White Sox baseball is next.